Welcome to All Shall Be Well, a conversation hosted by InterVarsity's Women in the Academy and Professions, giving voice to women seeking to live fully into their God-given callings and be a redeeming influence, whether in the university or beyond. Thank you for joining us for All Shall Be Well, conversations with women in the Academy and beyond. In these disorienting times, the Women in the Academy and Professions team wanted to offer some words of hope and peace to our community through this podcast. In the same way, we often conclude the podcast with a final question to our guests of what has been a meaningful word to you lately. In each of the upcoming short episodes, one or two of the women on our team will be sharing a scripture, a poem, a song, or some other set of words that has brought hope to them these days. We pray it brings some encouragement to your day as well. We'd love to hear what has been bringing you hope, too. So feel free to reach out to us on social media or email us at wap at intervarsity.org. That's wap at intervarsity.org. In this episode, Karen Heiss-Guzman, the Director of Women in the Academy and Professions, offers some hopeful words from Eugene Peterson and shares how they have brought her comfort in the midst of these unsettling days uprooted, cut off, isolated, lonely, overwhelmed, anxious, helpless, hopeless. It seems everyone has felt some or all of these in recent days, whether it's sadness and grief or anxiety and fear that floods our hearts, we feel the effects of the inability to be where we want to be or do what we want to do. Additionally, the losses and the costs in the wake of the pandemic grow with every hour, and we have no clue how long this will last. We're being forced into a temporary normal and uncertain about when or what the new normal will be. There is a word for this. It's called exile. Eugene Peterson, in his book, Run with the Horses, describes exile as being where we don't want to be with people we don't want to be with. It's an experience of dislocation and everything is out of joint. We feel unsettled, displaced, even sidelined. We're all scrambling to attend to our work, if we still have it, our colleagues, our clients, our students, our families, our communities, and even ourselves. For me, exile has been a helpful lens through which to see and interpret this current situation. Some scholars suggest exile is one of the major biblical frameworks through which we understand the human condition. The Bible Project's video on exile is a short and helpful introduction to this idea, and I recommend it. Whether banishment from the Garden of Eden or being hauled off to Babylon, events in the Old Testament remind us that God's people often found themselves in exile. New Testament writers pick up this theme, telling us that we are citizens of another kingdom. We should feel out of place. We long for a better home. The word of the Lord that came through Jeremiah to the exiles in his day instructed them on how to live as God's people while prisoners in a faraway land. He told them to settle down, 
to have families, to plant gardens, to seek the peace of and pray for this foreign pagan nation. Because in its prosperity, in its shalom, they would find their own. What in the world does that look like in our current situation? How am I, how are you, to seek the peace of the place that God has called us to in this day? I return to the words of Eugene Peterson. Allow me, please, to read a bit of his writing. I suspect he would say much the same if he were with us today. In paraphrasing Jeremiah's letter to the exiles, this is what Peterson says. Seek the shalom and pray for it. Throw yourselves into the place in which you find yourself, but not on its terms, on God's terms. Pray. Search for that center in which God's will is being worked out, which is what we do when we pray, and work from that center. Jeremiah's letter is a rebuke and a challenge, says Peterson. Quit sitting around feeling sorry for yourselves. The aim of the person of faith is not to be as comfortable as possible, but to live as deeply and thoroughly as possible, to deal with the reality of life, discover truth, create beauty, act out love. The only place you have to be human is where you are right now. The only opportunity you will ever have to live by faith is in the circumstances you are provided this very day. This house you live in, this family you find yourself in, this job you have been given, the weather conditions that prevail at this moment. Peterson goes on to say, exile, being where we don't want to be with people we don't want to be with, forces a decision. Will I focus my attention on what is wrong with the world and feel sorry for myself? Or will I focus my energies on how I can live at my best in this place I find myself? Daily, we face decisions on how we will respond to these exile conditions. We can say, I don't like it. I want to be where I was 10 years ago or a few weeks ago. How can you expect me to throw myself into what I don't like? That would be sheer hypocrisy. What sense is there in taking risks and tiring myself out among people I don't even like in a place where I have no future? Or we can say, I will do my best with what is here. Far more important than the climate of this place, the economics of this place, the neighbors in this place, is the God of this place. God is here with me. What I am experiencing right now is on ground that was created by him and with people whom he loves. It is just as possible to live out the will of God here as in any place else. I am full of fear. I don't know my way around. I have much to learn. I am not sure I can make it. Change is hard. But if this is what it means to be alive and human, I will do it. The result was 
that this became the most creative period in the entire sweep of Hebrew history. They did not lose their identity. They discovered it. They found that God was not dependent on a place, that he was not tied to familiar surroundings. The violent dislocation of the exile shook them out of their comfortable but reality-distorting assumptions and allowed them to see depths and heights that they had never even imagined before. They lost everything that they thought was important and found what was important. They found God. When the superfluous is stripped away, we find the essential, and the essential is God. Normal life is full of distractions and irrelevancies. Exile reveals what really matters and frees us to pursue what really matters, which is to seek the Lord with all our hearts. May that be the case for us. May God use these days to deepen our understanding and our experience that he is still Emmanuel, God with us, and he is God for us. The God who walked with us in the past is the God who will walk with us in this exile. We are not without hope. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this episode of All Shall Be Well, Conversations with Women in the Academy and Beyond. This has been a production of Women in the Academy and Professions, a focused ministry initiative of InterVarsity Christian Fellowship USA. Thank you for joining our conversation as we engage in faith and life together. We'd love to hear your feedback. To share your thoughts or to learn more about who we are or the resources and connections we provide, we invite you to visit us at our online gathering place, The Well. You can find us at thewell.intervarsity.org.